0: station podcast your host brand Merritt, lead vocals and rhythm guitar player for sleep nation thank you for tuning in this episode is going to be extra special episode four with our original drummer the originator of sleep nation let's hear it episode four with justin swingler you're listening to sleep nation station episode four with the original drummer of Sleep Nation, Justin Swingler. We've got him in the studio, in the Roland Household Studio, Justin Swingler. Hello. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> How you been, man? How's everything going? How's your life? How's Just the kids? Living the dad life, work life, not playing music life, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. It's really complicated. It is. And we also have Micah Roland in the studio. Don't forget, guys, Mike Roland. woot woot. Woot! woot, woot? Woot woot! The low end. That's right. The low end. That that's uh, your solo album that's yet to be released. Uh, Still working on it. TBA. Uh, <laughs> to be announced. Um, what's the first track off that low low end album? Get low.
1: Get low. <laughs> Is that a cover of Get Low? Uh, yes, I had to call a lot of copyright places oh, okay. to buy the rights to the title. It, it should only cost you like fifty bucks a song. That's not what Lil John said. Oh. What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you knew those. <laughs> so, Justin, what was the first memory of music that you have? I remember. Let's see. We were living in, in West Tennessee, walking into the garage for my dad. He had a heater running. He had stuff taken apart, and he was listening to the Who, and that was that was my first. Had this old, uh, I think it was an Onkyo or Sony receiver or something like that, listening through these old speakers, and that was it. The Who. It was Baba O'Reilly, actually, the first song years down the line that I learned how to play the drums. So that was it. Baba O'Reilly. Baba O'Reilly.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> great jam. Baba O'Reilly, The Who, off the uh, what album is that off of? Uh, that is off of... Who's Next? Who's Next. That's right. That's right. That's off Who's Next. So that's your first memory is Bob O'Reilly, The Who. That is. That is awesome. And then what was something that started intriguing you and started making you more interested in music? Not necessarily playing an instrument, but just becoming more interested in music. You know, always tapping on my desk in school, beating on pillows at home. I'm sure you um, were. My brother had these old... <laughs> 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 Beating on pillows, Strumming yeah. on <laughs> the six-string. <laughs> My brother had these old marching band uh, drumsticks that were like two trees or something. They were huge. Just always having those around, and seeing how to use those and play those. And then never got a drum set. My parents thought it was a phase that would go away, like baseball or basketball or paintball or something like that. And then finally I got a, I got a drum set. You got a drum set? I got a drum set. 17 years old. So you started banging on the old six-string Sure didn't <laughs> you were, you were drumming on your uh, brother's marching band sticks, yep, right, I figured now he had a little practice pad that I guess you you know he, at the time I wasn't a drummer yet, so just the rudiments and stuff he figured out how to hold the sticks and go from there, and then when I turned seventeen, finally convinced my parents to give me a drum set, and i I never let him out of my sight. I love to make all sorts of noise with all my parts. <laughs> Even the uh, rear-end parts. Even the oh, rear-end right. parts. Low-end parts. You get out of high school. Did you play any bands in high school? No. Uh, well, I guess I did like a little small garage, terrible band. That we learned an Eagle song, which is a terrible first band to learn, I guess, because the drums aren't like a huge focus. But it sounded really bad. We played a, a graduation party, and it was horrendous. It rained. So that was it. I didn't actually... I had to pack up the drums. I moved to go to college, and I didn't get to unpack my drums for about a year. And then once I finally unpacked the drums, I got to start playing again, practice, in an apartment. That's right. Tennessee Tech. How did you get to Tennessee Tech? My truck.
1: (laughs) Jeez. What? That's the obvious answer. What a need. My
0: my dad got transferred to Memphis with his job, and we ended up following along, and I chose Tennessee Tech because... When I originally lived in Tennessee, I had some friends that I kept in touch with, so I decided how far away can I get from my parents, but actually not be too far away that I felt like I wasn't, you know, a part of anything. So, Tennessee Tech was uh, my new home, and honestly, I never left, so. That's right. We're
1: okay with that.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm happy here. So, what happened your first, well, I guess it would be your second year of college? MySpace. Uh, actually was the reason why I started playing music. Again, because it made it easy to find people to jam with. Put out a bulletin. I don't know if any of the audience remembers MySpace and how it used to work, but you could put in a put in a bulletin, a topic or a subject, send it out, and whatever you got back is you got a guitarist or a bassist or a drummer. I was a drummer, so I needed a, a singer and a guitarist. And Brand Merritt actually answered the call. He was the, a little fellow back in the day with long hair. He really liked progressive rock, and I was into punk rock.
1: So it totally didn't mix.
0: Totally didn't mix, it mixed it almost mixed for about what, three months, six months, maybe. Uh, what? How long did we play together for? In that little, what was that? Better than yesterday? Better than yesterday? Punk rock band, or try to be a punk rock band?
1: I don't even remember how long it was. What possessed you to
0: answer the ad? I, I was that's, just that's looking for people there. to. I was just looking for people to jam. I was yeah. a sophomore, so you would have been a freshman. Two thousand five. I think that was two thousand five when you. Right, it was. You were a freshman. Micah was actually still in second grade. Yeah. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: wasn't. <sighs> Where were you at at this moment in time? In oh
1: I five, mean, I was in. I was in high school doing at, something.
0: Were you like in tenth grade?
1: Maybe. I was probably trying to wonder how to talk to girls still, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest.
0: I, but, I, I was still trying to figure that. I think we were all trying to figure that out at the time.
1: Don't worry. By the time I got to college, I figured it out. Did you? Yeah. I hadn't discovered women yet. <laughs> <laughs> Whew, that's a n- whole other podcast. <laughs> probably not on this podcast. <laughs> not, not, on this <laughs> not on this channel.
0: So we start jamming together be- better than yesterday at four-piece. No, five-piece. We five had a, a singer, uh, two right. guitar players, and a bass player and a drummer. Was that it? Yeah. There was At one point, there was five of us crammed in a tiny little apartment, bedroom. All was up. that at your house or your little yeah. apartment? Yeah, that was yeah. Our, our apartment. We shoved everything into the closet and in the corners and the bathroom just to have room to stand up and play instruments. And then after a while, uh, I believe it was about five or six months, I just wasn't in what you guys were doing, and I cut ties, and then I don't hear anything from the from Justin Swingler for a long time. No, it would have been three years, I think. Three years that long? Yeah. We had enough time to play a few little punk rock shows and garages and parties and stuff, and then it that started to fizzle. I don't know. I think it was more of a, my soul was, was trying to find a reason to keep playing music, and I don't even know. I think, did I send you a text message? I think I sent you a text message. You called me. I called you. Because I remember I was listening to Tonight Tonight by Genesis oh. out in the fields of McMinnville. And you interrupted my musical journey there while I was listening to Tonight Tonight for probably no many how many times I listened to it. What but was her name? I remember that time that I was listening to Tonight Tonight by you. Genesis. That's right. I didn't ignore <laughs> you. <laughs> I was working, man. Oh, okay. Twerking, twerking. <laughs> I, uh, I needed that at that time. I needed to play music. My current relationship was falling apart, not by my own hands, but uh, I needed to play music. I needed a reason to do something different that I hadn't done. You were you were in a pretty down and out place. Yeah, and. We actually both kind of experienced a interesting time during that, whenever you give me that call, and then we started reconnecting and starting this new sound that we were working on, and we, we kept on working at it and just finding random places that we could play. I think we were jamming at the UCSC yeah. at Tennessee Tech at night, whenever everything was like shut down, mm-hmm. we would move our instruments in. At like 11 o'clock at night and jam just you and I. Just two in the morning. That's right. Just me and you. That, that, gosh, that first riff that you did, the fly away, what was it? I don't even know if you, the beginning, the beginning, that thing blew me away. I just needed, it it was very, I was in a a time when I loved, of course, make fun of me all you want, but angels and airwaves and that riff really sounded like angels and airwaves and I loved it. That was the beginning of a new band. That was above. That's what that was above. Yeah. At the, the first beginnings of above, because we we had that song, just the the instrumentation of it, and then you and I got a hold of I believe it was Weston and Patrick. Yep. And we played like battle of the bands. Battle of the bands. We practiced right. in your jam room.
1: Uh, yeah. Every night.
0: We drove. What was it? An hour drive. Drive an hour. Practice for two or three hours. It was always freezing for some reason, and then drive an hour home. That's yeah, we did it three or four times a week. That's impressive. Yeah, we were dedicated. We didn't have any other responsibilities, and school was not important. (laughs) (laughs) Got that right. (laughs) We definitely made sure to uh, make it to make it it to practice on time to actually not be expelled i don't know can you be expelled from college we, we're all we all passed college in yeah. this room so yeah, we, we, diploma. All have, we all have
1: degrees
0: by some magical stretch of the imagination <laughs> we, we passed college don't remember half of it yeah those guys kind of faded away i don't even re- exactly remember what happened i remember the show that we played just didn't go off as well as we had hoped uh, of course any Any of the battle of bands that I've ever been a part of have not been the most magical experience in my life. Those guys kind of fade away, and then you and I start looking elsewhere. We move into the six-bedroom house, Mm -hmm. and that's where Mr. Philip Michael comes into play. That's right. And that was not even by design. That was by chance. Yep. Was his name Brandon? Benji Biles, ben, Benjamin Biles, Ben Biles. He's actually been mentioned in every podcast so far. <laughs> wow. The mutual yes. connection. Yes. Mm-hmm. Trying, We're trying out another fella, and he canceled, or he couldn't make it, and you came.
1: It was raining. You, you, yeah, it was overcast, it was sprinkling, and you greeted me at the door. Yeah. And you helped me load my stuff into the house. And I pretty much told you... I think I told you to take your shoes off it's
0: wet and I'm off the floor or something like that you may have I don't Justin, remember that part but that sounds like something you'd say <laughs> Justin was so anal about to keep in the house he's like Betty Homemaker nothing wrong with that but that's exactly uh, that's how that's how the ship was ran over there that's how the six bedrooms was sleeper, house. gosh my wife would have been proud of me then is she not proud of you now I don't do that anymore <laughs> <laughs> that's so sad man Mop, what what is that for? <laughs> she's you, gonna listen to this, and try, you're gonna start it she's back up be again. Like, oh, so you next to week do these things? Oh, <laughs> used to keep the house clean. What? Yeah. That was a that that house was that was so much fun. Oh yeah. I think I really think everybody a part of that experience
1: grew with music being in that house. Even if they weren't a part of what we were doing, the fact yeah. that they lived with us, they, they had
0: them. to. Well, they Seth Bolden lived with lived with us for. For a period of time, and he wasn't even in the band. But I believe that that planted a seed. said because we tried to get him to play with us with fraternity show. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it had, it, we tried to get him to play ACDC Thunderstruck. Actually, why don't you just tell that story? The thunder, tr- the the show, or the the, the whole fraternity show? Oh, Let's just gosh. spill the beans. Oh my we, gosh! We we my- have been poking, we've been poking the dragon, poking the bear about this show. Every I think we we mentioned about episode one and episode three possibly. So let's just go ahead and lay my, it on. My out. memories of it was we get there, it's chaos. We have to set up in chaos. We play this show that people weren't even paying attention to us because we
1: weren't playing well, wagon. We, Wheel. Okay,
0: you totally you totally left out the biggest part of the show.
1: Bro. We sh-
0: we show up, <laughs> <laughs> Tyler. Bro, we show up at the fraternity party. And and everybody, it's it's real busy. Everything's going on. We start carrying our instruments and PA in, and as soon as we get in the door, the the younger guys, the, the freshmen, the freshman part of the the lackeys, the labor, pledges. Yes, yeah. they said, "Hey, you guys need some help." And we're like, "Yeah, we need some help. Come on, man. Yeah." So they offer to help us. Well, they start bringing stuff in with us, and we start setting up, and some of the older. Members of the fraternity say, "Hey, what are you guys' uh, pledges doing? Helping them in? We paid them to to play this show, so we don't need them to help us. You know, you, you guys need to stop what you're doing and put that put stuff their down. stuff down. They can carry it. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: I must have been oblivious to that. Cause I oh, I that can we tell the audience what what we were actually getting paid? Do you it, do you guys remember? I do not remember. We were getting paid 150 bucks and two cases of beer. That yeah. was our payment yeah. for that chaotic evening."
0: Yeah, I don't remember that. It remember. was very little oh. pay and very high anxiety. Yes, but if I, I wish we could have just walked out right then. As soon as those guys said that, we should have just said okay, see ya, and then just left. But we didn't. We got up there, played the show. I remember we we there was a few moments where we had some kind of you know some good times as far as uh, we played like CCR, we played some. Seven Nation Army, which nobody was paying attention to. That was probably the only song
1: they paid attention to. Seven Nation
0: Army and CCR, I think, are the only songs they paid attention to. And then, to my best memory of that night is, we're just going to call him Biff, because that's the kind of guy he seemed like, just cleared the table of the beer and (laughs) said, Thunderstruck or Wagon Wheel or something and it, it just erupted the whole place went insane our instruments started going places that weren't we weren't taking them <laughs> my drum throne was somebody took it to another room i don't know what they were doing with it but everything I, was going
1: missing i remember seeing more beer than i've ever seen it in was my entire it was being
0: life. sprayed around the entire room at the towards the end but what all happened is they were like okay guys we're taking over the PA we've got somebody here that will play wagon wheel on acoustic <laughs> guitar so they just pretty commandeered the PA yes. and started playing wagon wheel by themselves and they said do you guys know thunderstruck cuz that's what we wanted we requested thunderstruck and <laughs> but they didn't we we don't we don't know thunderstruck and it it just wasn't you know we we attempted it but it just wasn't going to happen so we didn't play it, so they, so they hooked their iPod up, played Thunderstruck, and it was like a match had been set off to a little small fire that erupted into like an explosion of beer spray and pandemonium.
1: It was like what would have happened if Coyote had officially caught the Roadrunner. That's, that's what it was like. I mean, it was just explosiveness everywhere. It, it's, Possibly blood. There yeah, may I didn't have see even been a baby made in amongst that. Poor there baby. probably was from the alumni and the. You remember walking down that hallway? I remember walking down that hallway seeing things that I didn't think were even allowed in college. <laughs> <laughs> this that house. I, mean, was... I had been exposed to the world, but, gosh, whew, it was rough. <laughs> I,
0: I I don't even remember. I, I just remember being absolutely. Let's get out of here. Yes, that's what I <laughs> With was all thinking of our the whole stuff. Time.
1: That's what I was thinking the whole time. Gosh. And then when we had when that when they forced that one little chubby kid up there to sing Wagon Wheel and play it on my acoustic <laughs> <goosie> guitar. <laughs> that's all that one. Wagon Wheel, we want Wagon Wheel. I, I believe
0: we, that top that's that's in my top five of our craziest shows. Yeah. That we had played. Any others that you can remember? I I think some of the more fun ones was jamming with Brandon in his uh, warehouse in the freezing cold with They packed I don't know how many people into that place in the tiny little generator room thing. Remember that? Oh, yeah, I remember that. Were you? Yeah, I I was a part of a few of those. I remember it being cold. Those could get a little wild. I remember the propane heater. Everybody was like breathing all the fumes in (laughs) close proximity to each (laughs) other. And we're going to be high as a cat by then. (laughs)
1: I remember all the shows we ever did at Craw Daddy's were always a good time. Yeah. I don't think we had a bad show at Craw Daddy's. Ever. No. Ever. I remember nobody ever showed up to any of the Club Sweat shows. Club Sweat. Oh gosh. But we
0: cut our teeth at Club Sweat. We did. That's right. I I felt like we really honed our skills in. By the time it was all over
1: I felt that like I felt I could put a solo on that. Victor Omar, Omar Victor. Shout out to Nick Bainey. Nick Bainey. If you're out there, Nick, and you ever listen to this, we were thinking of you this evening. We were thinking of you.
0: There's there's a lot of people that over the past four episodes now that we've kind of, you know, mentioned that have crossed our paths and kind of help us along the the musical journey. We were always seeking ways to have people help us out from t-shirts to stamps. God, your, your aunt, was it your aunt's stamp. Mm-hmm. Machine stamp maker at the house. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Marielle. Yeah, making the T-shirt design. Yeah, she drew the uh, first above. It was the, like t-shirt all hands design. on deck for that's love right. and sleep nation. We would. It's it's kind of still that way. Yeah, actually, that was fun. Yeah. One show I remember is when we had our house shows Those in were a lot the of basement. Of the six-bedroom house that we all (laughs) lived in. It was a blast. It was fun. I I believe we had at least 60 people down Mm -hmm. in the basement, rocking out, jamming out, and we just... Next thing I know is that next morning, our neighbor was knocking at our door that morning. And Micah, you opened the door, and he was like...
1: Holding trash. I, yeah, hold, he's like, <laughs> I want you guys yard. to
0: explain why there's a bunch of beer bottles in my yard. And didn't like, he get his house peed on? Yeah. No, well, no his he house did. didn't get peed on. People just, peed in his yard. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> he, watched yard. Him. Yeah. he watched them. He watched them from his front porch. Yeah. yeah. Walk into his yard and pee in his
1: yard. I was like, hot. I I literally told the guy, look, dude, I can't speak for them. (laughs) I don't know know who they are. Party what party? (laughs) Man, we're not in a band. Do you remember remember how we orchestrated that party? We locked the entire upstairs of the house. That was an agreement you and I made. Nobody was going upstairs. It was a $5 cover. We had keg. We had a keg. we made money. Yeah. They brought five bucks. They got them a cup. You know who we had run that keg? Yes, I do. Michael Chilton Carver, yeah. R.I.P. I still have the bracelet us. that he made. Who is years. unfortunately no lo, no, longer no longer with us. With us. But no. the funny part is he was a member of AA. That's and right. He offered to run the cake. He didn't drink a drop, and he did a great job. And he did a he great did. job, and he kept people you know from being belligerent. We had a comedian open up for us. That's right, Jeff Danger. Jeff Danger. Jeff Danger. Jeff Danger. And he Danger. On one of those old risers from Sears. Yeah the TV the TV risers, and my yeah. head was
0: three inches from the ceiling, and Rachel Cisco at the time, did we did a cover of What's Up by Four Non-Blondes. And she mm-hmm. killed the vocal line. That's right, she did. That was a blast. Clinton Gill was not our band
1: manager yet. Not yet. Yeah. Almost. He's probably still technically our band manager. Yeah, he never I don't got, think we ever let him go. He never got fired. Never. Shout out to Clint Gill. Shout <laughs> out to Clint Gill. Shout out, Clint Gill. What, what, Clinton Gill? What about that show where we drove to Clarksville to play in front of nobody? <laughs> Oh, that was a bad night. <laughs> I got thrown up, thrown up on. Oh. Yes, you did. Oh, I don't even remember. <laughs> that was <laughs> disgusting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that is—I I remember that show distinctively because there was nobody there. But I successfully screened into my pickups, and it actually worked for the first time it was too much ever. Electricity going on. Yeah, I guess because they like wired it so backwoodish.
1: Yeah. Didn't
0: vacated got us that show. Yes, they did. Adam and Omar. Victor. I think
1: Omar, they played right. with us. Yeah, they did. They did.
0: Yeah. We they played were, a lot of shows with them. They, they were a
1: good group to play with. They liked us. They we liked took them. them. They, they took were fun. us under their wing. Or for a we took of... them
0: under theirs? And then it kind of kind of morphed into, I guess,
1: we took them under our wing. Yeah. <laughs> You're the wind beneath my wings. Do we play with any other bands that we kind of befriended along the way? I,
0: I think we've band buddies all along the way. Brandon's band.
1: That's and, right. Circle uh, of
0: Fists. Circle of Fists. I don't, I don't Uh know Jerry, Jerry Forbeck.
1: Oh, yeah. What was the name of the band? <laughs> he's the biggest <laughs> Seven was Dust it? fan you've ever met. What? He's a huge Seven Dust fan. No, he's not. He sure is.
0: He actually, he, he lives in Texas now, Old and dust. he contacted me. He said, Anytime you guys want to come down here and play, I'll get it set up. That said, okay, man. Wasn't it Kayak Weather? Kayak Weather. That's his band's name. name.
1: Was that the Color the Lifeline?
0: Was the yeah, before the, that? That was like a Reliant Reliant K feel. Yeah, Something they like were that. really
1: good. We played a show in Crossfit with them.
0: We, we played quite a few shows with them. They they played at the fundraiser in McMinnville with us
1: recently. In the past year, we tried out their former drummer. It lasted all of two weeks, and they never showed up ever again.
0: We won't uh, we won't discuss <laughs> this any further. <laughs> We'll keep it, keep it cool, man. The Spinal Tap Carousel of Sleep Nation. Oh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <That, laughs> ever since Justin Swingler, the original drummer, put his sticks down for Sleep Nation, we have had an absolute... Hell of a time. That, that's the only... Micah, you're, you're <laughs> explicit for this. <laughs> you're, every time we bring you in, you always make episodes explicit. I'm uh,
1: sorry, but it's the truth. <laughs> We've had a hard time finding a drummer to stick with us. We've had some good people come in and drum with us, but none of them have fit the mold just yet. You've been very hard to replace. Hey, that's,
0: I guess that's a good thing, right?
1: Or a bad thing. There there was one thing that you and I always had. We had a good connection with bass and drums. We were able to, to fill each other out, so to speak. Yeah, fill each you were, other
0: up. You were the Derek Derek Smalls of uh, <laughs> Spinal Tap in there. You guys had the Bessie or something. Was, is that the last guy that appeared on stage in Spinal Tap was Bessie or something and Derek Smalls? Yeah. Yeah. I've always wanted to cover Big Bottom. That's that's my last. <laughs> that's my dream. Before, before Sleep Nation ends, Derek we're gonna... Smalls. <laughs> Two word review. I know this is not probably one of the best times, but unfortunately, through the past episodes, I, I've just kind of brought up some times where everything wasn't so hunky dory, and the The first time that we questioned you as our drummer, yeah, and you, you were getting serious with Sears and Micah, and then Ab- Adam was in the band at the time, and we kind of talked behind closed doors. And I think that happens. It's kind of like a, you got a family, and in any family, you've got you know people that have different ways that they want to run things and different ways they see it going. And I guess I was kind of pulled in different directions a lot uh, at that first time in my life that i felt like i had so much responsibility all i needed was a wake-up call uh, that was it I unfortunately it. we went about it probably the wrong way but it wow. did and we're you know we still kept on rocking after that and just little speed bump in the in the history and kept on rocking and rolling i just i, I feel like that we've you know in the in the first episode brought up uh, some of the issues that Whenever you and I talked kind of behind closed doors and, and split the band in two and talked about that. Yeah. No, you said you didn't listen because you don't even know what a podcast are. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, you're on a podcast. <laughs> that was a really weird time for me. I think it was a real, r- rude time for Sleep Nation and, and the members of the band. Um, I don't know. I felt like it was. At this point, you know, looking back, it it's like a, an almost seems like a natural thing that needed to happen. With you, you lived together, you played together, you worked together, you ate together. Everything was together. Jeez, I got food poisoning. You guys listened to me poop for a whole day, so that was always together. I don't know. It just it it came to a head and it, it got nasty. I yep. guess it got the egos were, were at play. So you talking about the poop or all of it? The poop was bad too. It was nasty. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the good thing is... It did come out of your butt, I hope. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, was, it was great that, you know, what was that, ten years ago?
1: No. Eight years ago? We actually talked about it in the first episode. We had been together as a band. You're talking
0: about your your incident? The, 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 the Great the Rift.
1: Uh, the Split. The Split. October of 2013. So, Micah knew it like on the dot. It's almost the day. Almost the day yeah. I knew. It. We'd been together for five years and I got a text from Brian and I knew what it meant. I knew our time had pretty much come to an end. The the good thing is, at least it wasn't something
0: that was, I mean, there's so much responsibility going on on both sides of the fence, you know, with work. Yeah. Both, both you and Adam work, yeah. Brian and I were just not ready to let. I guess. I don't know. I don't even know what you
1: would call it. Life happened. Yeah. You know, we talked about it in the first episode. It was one of those things where looking back on it now, you almost think like it sounds extremely trivial Mm -hmm. because of what we all have now. Yeah. What we all have now. The only one who took it very, very personal was and still does to some extent now is, is Adam. And that's the only one who really still does as far as that. That's something he, he has to deal with on his own, but it it is just like Brandon and I talked about, it is what it is now. I'm thankful for the fact we came from a whole bunch of history, so if we didn't ever have a chance to reconnect, it would probably be something that would probably wane on me for the rest of my existence, whether I was okay with it or not, so I'm, I'm happy the three of us can sit here and talk and yeah. laugh about it now, because so much has happened, you're Two kids and a wife at home. I got a son upstairs. He's married, He's got his own life. I mean, we've all got something bigger to, to participate in now.
0: And you know, six seven years ago, you would say we were all be married and have families and stuff like that. Yeah. i be like, you crazy? Yeah, you're we're playing music. How's that possible? <laughs> yeah. At the rate at the rate we were going at the time, we were just like full speed ahead, yeah. play as many shows as we possibly could. And now we've uh, we've we've cut back, but we've also made a lot of strides as far as we. We released more music videos than we uh, had at the time, and, you know, we just just kind of went things a different way. But yeah. just having the same amount of fun as we possibly can, not uh, overbearing each other with, you know, like four or five nights of practice at 12 o'clock at midnight or anything till 2 or 3 in the morning.
1: Some of those practices, though, brought out the best in us. Like, there was a time where the three of us could read each other's brains and where we were yeah. going next. That was one of the great things. That That's something that even as hard as we jam now, once a week, that we still don't have as much as we did then.
0: It so. was, there was nothing better than, than somebody having an idea, or not even an idea, practicing something for another show or a song And getting an idea for how something should go further on the song or, hey, I I thought about this, and it turns into a whole other song. That's right. And in most cases, it turned into a three- or four-hour jam session that just kept going and going and going. And you just thought about it the next day when you woke up, and we we lived in the house where music was just very present. So you could wake up and just go back in the lab and, and do it all over again. I'm very thankful to the people that lived with us at that time and during that time who suffered through all of our practices late at night. Are we able to name them all? Jordan Wallace. Nick Bainey. Seth Bolden, because he Warnick. wasn't in the band at the time. Uh, Jim Flowers. Jim Flowers. April. Bryant. Well Adam too. Adam lived Adam there. Was there, was there before he was part Richard. of that. Spencer. Spencer Strickland. Yeah. Old Spence. <laughs> Still did to get that money from those utilities. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, who uh, else can we rotate? Zach, uh, Big Zach. He is a cop yeah. in Rutherford County now. Yeah. Yeah.
0: that was Big a, Zach. Did I, he worked with us at Sears for? Did I, was I living there? Zach, Big Charles Zach. Hey. I don't remember him. Yeah, it's like gone there. into my memory. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> the video game. <laughs> <laughs> Zach Campbell. Zach. Yeah, Zach Campbell. Zach Campbell. He's got kids too and married. I think. is Yes, he. he uh, I believe he's he's a cop in Rutherford County and. I talked to him, I guess it was back when I was living in Rutherford County for six months, right after I got married, I called him and I was asking him if he had some kind of like tool or something. He's like, man, how you been doing? You know, I think everybody at Sears 2205 lives with us. (laughs) Everybody at one (laughs) point. point.
1: Big spring circle. Big spring circle. We'll leave all of the females anonymous. What? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's... (laughs) (laughs) Edit.
0: Edit. Edit, edit, edit. Edit, edit. I believe we've come to a close. Do you have anything else you want to say, Swingler? Justin no. Sweeze? Just still still drum to this day? One day I'll be back to playing in the band. Hopefully this band. Maybe in a different band. <laughs> but a band. <laughs> we would probably shove out
1: everyone else if you just came back. <laughs> So hey, my wife wants me to. We, we got a potential here, don't Joey, we? Joey, if you're listening to this, I'm speaking in totally, like, you know, imaginary terms. <laughs> 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 I've only seen you three times, man. <laughs> like, make me a believer. I guess right. we're done. That's it? Uh, you know make- any other serious questions you want to ask Justin? You ask me all sorts of serious questions. Serious what questions. other serious questions do you want me to ask? I'll ask a question. <laughs> I'll ask a question. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Your best drumming piece. Which song did we actually put on tape that you felt was your felt was, was your strongest actually on digital? We never we whatever, never did. Whatever anything. was your strongest <laughs> drum performance. Out of everything <laughs> we did, Above and
0: Sleep Nation lot that we put on. Record. If you wanna if you wanna say what like the most technical I, or I know the answer to this question. I mean, the song that never made it to any album or anything would probably be the werewolf one, would be the one that I think is my most was that the one you were thinking? Technical. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, that, was a, that was a... That, that was... It was a sixth... I'm getting... It for the drummers out there, it was 16th notes <laughs> on both my right and left hands, one on the ride cymbal and one on the hi-hat, with every two four on the snare. I loved it. I, that was a little a little thing that I just... That's what I warmed up with and everything and finally made it to a song. That would be my most technical song, I would say. Hardest song... To put on an album was probably, at the time, Girl Fight, because of the weird foot pattern yeah. to the 2-4 on the snare. It's actually been, it's it uh, messed slipped up. a lot of people up. It has like, messed up a lot of people rap, we've tried out. It's a very simple song. It just, I, I always remember even my dad, you know, listening to drummers, Bonham. I think Phil Collins actually said it on on one interview. Keep it simple, but make it, match the song make it feel like it should be in the song keep it simple but also have your own language to it wiki like quote phil collins of, that sounds like something phil would say <laughs> Surfing maybe it could have been somebody else i don't know but it, it <laughs> felt it felt like that that one was probably the most justin swingler foot and hand rudiments on, on a record I like it. it's it's an excellent it's an excellent drum tune right there girl fight
1: check out the music video
0: Check it out. Justin, you weren't in that video. I'm not in that video. video.
1: (laughs) But I am dressed up
0: as a voluptuous woman. You would have looked like a good woman, I think, Justin. I think. You think? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know.
1: I was a bit flat chested.
0: (laughs) We could have. Hey, I stuffed my my bra. (laughs) He stuffs stuffs his. What? (laughs) 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 I've had a good time tonight. It's been a lot of fun. It's good to relive in the old memories. It is. The good ones. Precious, precious memories. We learned from
1: those bad ones. That's right.
0: we, we got to grow. Yeah, we got to move on. Any other shows you want to bring up? Any, any memorable studio time? Any memorable you band know, moments? The, studi- the, the, the studio time with Aaron, that was a blessing that, honestly, I'll never forget as long as I live. That was a beautiful studio. Yes. Three, what, 300 bucks? For 12 hours. Moments in Sleep Nation history! We
1: nailed out three songs. What was it, three songs we did? Three songs. The ever evil click track was my nemesis. We know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> to this day, probably still is. You did my it much nemesis. better than we would have, but we know. <laughs> it was tough. But yeah, I'd say the studio experiences were impressive to me. We never went into a bad studio. Like, I know some bands may. Record in a garage or or whatever, or a bathroom for whatever get the best sound. But man, five star studios, Beach Creek Studios, Dark Horse. There was another one, wasn't there? Oh, it was Beach Creek twice. Verona Valley, yeah, Verona Valley. I mean, we you guys, you guys, or myself, we never went into a bad studio i have never had a a bad studio experience. The members coming in and out of the band, you know that's a lot. They never went into a bad studio either. I mean that's that's pretty neat to say yep, sure this is. is power of relationships, power to the people. good night, sweetheart. It's time to go Do-do-do-do-do. good night, sweetheart. I just wanted to leave you guys with something that Justin texted me the day after that we recorded this podcast. And it really sums up some things that he may have not said. And I just wanted to add this uh, to the end of the podcast to let you guys know exactly what he felt. Guys, I got to say the podcasts are great. Keep doing them because they add a deeper element to not only what we did, but what you all are still doing and carrying on. I just listened to all of them back to back and want to add something to the first podcast. Micah I'm saying this to you because you need to hear it. I'm sorry for how that night at my place turned out. I was a little aggravated after that night because I was the only one really talking from our point of view, our vantage point, referring to Bran and myself. Also, I don't think the real reason I felt the way I did was, has ever been known. If we can all go back to when we had the talk at the band house when I was working a lot and having the responsibility syndrome sales manager at Sears going on, I vividly remember being told by all three of you that I needed to be more focused and more dedicated to the band to still be a part of it, or I may not be able to continue. I remember saying that I would not let work or hours interfere with the band anymore. I made that promise and I kept it while working 70 hours a week and still playing one to two shows a week and practicing like normal. The reason I was angry when Micah and Adam moved on to Nissan was not because of a job change or life change. It was because we had to change practice and shows around schedules and that was not afforded to me. When I had to decide my band's future that night at the band house, I loved Sleep Nation and still do. Last night made me miss it all and miss a lot of it because some of the best memories in my life revolved around what we built and did. Micah, I'm not telling you this for any ill will or anger anymore because I don't have any. Adam and I may never hang or play music together again. Who knows, but if I ever... Wherever to speak to him, I will be honest and apologize, but tell him my real reasons about my side of the split. Sleep Nation is a one-of-a-kind amazing band. Thank you both for keeping it alive. And that was a text that I received from Justin Swingler. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the Sleep Nation Station podcast. Keep tuning in. Keep telling your friends Share it up. Email us at sleepnationband at gmail.com if you would like an interview. We're going to mix it up eventually. Going to change it up. We've only got so many band members.